what I did with my Halloween pumpkins. Hi there, my name's Neil Trigger and welcome back to Real World Magic. This episode is what I did with my Halloween pumpkins. So I like Halloween, I'm pretty cool with making jack-o'-lanterns and carving them and I'm okay with that. Um, But I do kind of think that using a big pumpkin to carve a face and then throw it away is a crying shame. The problem is that when you put a candle inside a pumpkin, it kind of makes the inside gunky and horrible, especially if you use a paraffin candle, which can either burn the top of the uh, pumpkin or spread wax around it. You really don't want to go eating that. However, nowadays you can get flickering flame candles, which I think I've already mentioned on previous podcasts and stuff, and um, it doesn't cause any kind of damage to the inside of the pumpkin. So... Pumpkins are a great food stuff. They're cheap, especially when they're in uh, the supermarkets around about this sort of time of year. And when they're cooked properly, they taste just great. So um, because they're plentiful this time of year and they look wicked, I just wanted to do a bit of a podcast on what I did with my pumpkins. So here it is. On my blog, that's neiltrigger.com forward slash my underscore blog. Yeah, neiltrigger.com forward slash my underscore blog. Um, I'm going to include some pictures too, but I thought I I bought two fairly large pumpkins this year to create jack-o'-lanterns. And this wasn't the first thing I wanted them for, though. Um, I'd been wanting to create an installation of three talking pumpkins for my magical library. And if you don't know what on earth I'm talking about, check out the episodes in which I discuss my magical library. Um, I'm going to film it being made and put it on YouTube but for now you'll need to kind of imagine it because it's very much in the conceptual stage right now but for those of you who don't know I wanted to have three pumpkins that would be effectively 3D projection screens so 3D objects on which I project things so onto which I could beam jack-o'-lantern faces um, using a projector. So that would then give the illusion that they're carved, so that they're physical objects, that they're carved, and that those carvings can then be animated to talk, sing, and tell jokes. It's it's a pretty good illusion, um, and I'm, I'm hoping you kind of can see in your head what I'm talking about. The only issue is that I wanted this as a permanent installation, and I wasn't happy with constantly buying or growing pumpkins and eventually throwing out those pumpkins over and over and over again. I'd just have a massive pile of pumpkins if I did that and I'd be doing it all the time. I'd much rather create pumpkins out of some other material like foam, plaster, filler, concrete or rubber and that way then they're going to be a lot more resilient, they're going to be permanent, they're not going to rot. Um, But the tricky bit was always going to be making that look realistic enough to make it actually look like real pumpkins and so I decided to take a plaster cast of real pumpkins so I could capture all of the detail I needed. My initial idea was to take a bag full of rubbish and cover it in papier mache or paper mache. Um, I got about halfway through it and it just it really didn't look right and I thought I'm not quite sure I'm going to be able to do this. Maybe I could have then covered it in plaster bandages but um, I don't know whether it would have been quite smooth enough. But anyway, I started on this project by going onto Amazon and getting some plaster bandages and cutting them into strips. And after soaking the bandage strips one at a time, don't do the whole roll all in one go, 
um, but I covered the large pumpkins in these or more specifically my son Daniel covered them and he absolutely loved this project. I have tried to impress on my kids the way that casting works and it leads to a kind of mathematical equation really. So you cover the positive or your physical thing with a cast to make a negative of that thing. So you cover a positive to make a negative. The negative cast, that's the cast itself of whatever it is that you're casting, is then used to make a positive again. So that way then it duplicates the original thing. In other words, you've got a physical positive, you cover it in something that becomes a negative, and when you then take that off and you pour something into it, you get a positive again. That's how to duplicate a 3D object. So you cover the pumpkin in small pieces of bandage one at a time take your time don't try to use the whole roll or all in one go or not only will it look messy and be very hard to apply it will it's it it will flop all over the place and it'll be an absolute nightmare to do it so next once it was dry and this took a couple of days really to dry thoroughly i used something called a reciprocating saw to cut the whole cast in half and it did make quite a mess and cut into the flesh of the pumpkin fruit Yes, I said fruit. It's not a vegetable. Um, so the reciprocating saw is something that just goes back and forth and it sort of jiggles from side to side. So you do have to kind of hold it steady because otherwise it could skip all over the cast and potentially break it. So I needed to bear in mind something about mounting the pumpkins onto a wall um, once I had actually finished it. And so I just got three pretty long bolts from the hardware store per pumpkin so three long bolts i put together a simple rig and used that to suspend the bolts over the cast with the bolts descending into the body of the pumpkin and i did that by drilling a hole into a bit of wood and then pushing the bolts right the way through i did the bolts up but not too tight and i know some builders also use a similar technique using polystyrene and then once um, the cast is made then they I think they pour petrol over it or some sort of solvent over it to dissolve the polystyrene. I wasn't really keen on doing that because um, it causes nasty gases and um, it's a waste of money as well. I don't really want to destroy stuff. Um, using the wood was perfectly okay for me. So once I painted the inside of the mould with petroleum jelly, that's to add um, to aid demoulding, I poured in uh, plaster of Paris and then I let it dry for a few days again. So this is going to take a little while to do this. And um, you can't really do this immediately. So, you know, be prepared that this is probably going to take you about a week. You might also need to be prepared that you might need to break the original mould, but that's okay. Um, the original mould is only plaster of Paris, very cheap and very easy to replicate. The only problem is that as you're coming further and further away from Halloween, it might be a bit more difficult to get hold of an actual pumpkin. So, now, I had the pumpkin half that I could mount to the wall, but I needed to paint it first. So I used acrylic paint, and once that was sorted, I then sprayed the whole lot in Tester's Dull Coat. So any spray matte, laminate or varnish uh, would be fine but it's ideally it's got to be matte really um, you could do a matte then a gloss and then another matte possibly to give it that sort of shiny but not too shiny effect um, but the tester's dull coat was fine for me on top of the um, acrylic um, 
I repeated that about three times, well, exactly three times actually, with three different halves. Now one of the halves was from a pumpkin because the other half broke, but the other two halves were actually from the same pumpkin. You've got to make sure that when you do this you choose the right sort of shape of pumpkin because a lot of pumpkins when they get too big they lay on their side and they kind of flatten out on one side and the other half is normally round so i wanted all three of mine fairly round um, so actually the half that did break was the flattest half anyway so it wasn't really a big deal for me um, but just bear that in mind so uh, the two halves uh, of the pumpkin were from the same pumpkin one of the halves was from a different pumpkin and i'd say the most important things there really is to let the cast dry for as long as you can and make it thick enough to demold easily but crucially don't do it in more than one sitting you'll have to do this all in one go unfortunately um, otherwise you'll get a weird sort of layering effect that can peel off in chunks rather than in a single unit when you do demold it okay so the pumpkin casts and the new pumpkin half positives were all sorted and the question really was once I've done all that what should I do with the actual pumpkin the physical original fruit um, well I gave them a wash and I used a clean knife to cut away the bits of polluted pumpkin and the bits that were polluted with plaster and I also just washed the skin to make sure that the plaster was off I gutted those halves because trying to gut a pumpkin without cutting it in half in the first place is a lot harder so um, I just cut it all in half and then I, I just peeled it a bit like you would with a melon I suppose I fried up some onion and I put everything into a roasting dish I covered the whole lot in plenty of garlic powder sorry I, I should probably say that I skinned the pumpkin so I, I uh, cut off the bits that were polluted with plaster I washed it I gutted it peeled them um, and then diced them. I then fried up some onion, put everything into a roasting dish, covered the whole lot in plenty of garlic powder, curry powder, garam masala, ginger powder, salt and pepper. Now you've got to make sure that you get all of these different ingredients correct um, in as much as whatever your taste is, that's what you would do. Um, I, I just do it by eyeball and by guesswork um there is is not really a recipe as such um anyway i roasted the whole lot for 200 at 200 degrees c for about an hour and a half drizzled in some olive oil and um, to make sure that it kind of goes almost crispy um at points or at least that it it cooks thoroughly um in the last half hour i brought some boil uh, water to the boil and added some vegetable stock cubes to it and I added a can of coconut milk too and then emptied that whole lot into a pan and then I used a hand blender to blend it um, I added a few bits of seasoning as well on top of that so a bit more garlic a bit more uh, ginger curry powder garam masala salt pepper and then I also watered it down to taste because you don't want it like baby food or you know like a slush uh, you want it actually like a soup so we had it for lunch that day with a bit of um, freshly cooked bread. Um, in fact, actually, I think we cheated. I think we bought one of these part-baked rolls, um, finished it off in the oven, and then added a bit of um, butter to it. It was really nice. Um, 
and there really was an awful lot of it as well we even froze some for later but we also had some every day that week now you don't need to make soup with it um not, not well with yours anyway you could try making pies soups biscuits juice or even roasting it to accompany a roast dinner because pumpkin is really brilliant don't just carve it please don't just throw it away do something a bit more creative with it anyway that's my um that's my take on the whole thing i just wanted you to be inspired um podcast a little bit longer than normal today but um please do let me know what you think of it i'd really appreciate your feedback thanks very much for listening and enjoy yourself please subscribe more episodes to come uh keep magicking thanks bye